Hey, welcome to Life Skills for Kids, Superstar Practical Strategies, your go-to podcast for surviving and thriving with your children. I'm your host, Deb Hopper, and as a parent and an occupational therapist, I understand the reality of getting through each day with the kids. Join me now as we delve into tips, tricks, and strategies that you can use today. Hi, and welcome to this episode on COVID anxiety. I'm Deb Hopper, your host, occupational therapist, and it is wonderful to have you here. I am passionate about helping our kids transition and to come out of this pandemic thriving, not just coping, but thriving. So let's talk today about, you know, is anxiety COVID-induced anxiety, the new normal for teens? And how can we help kids so that it's not? So COVID anxiety has been talked about a little, um, especially when it comes to children and teens. But many have been silently suffering from the side effects of anxiety of the pandemic. But did you know that research is emerging that we are almost two years into the pandemic and it's revealing some grim truths about the effects of the social upheaval on the health and well-being of our younger generations. So let's look at some statistics. Mental health issues have become worse among children and youth in the wake of the pandemic, with global reports of visits to emergency departments for mental health issues increasing by as much as 24% for children and 31% for teens compared to before the pandemic. Suicide attempts by girls aged 12 to 17 have increased by 26% in 2020 compared with the same period in 2019. And researchers believe that the minority of children and youth may have been hardest hit by many of the COVID mitigation measures, such as lockdowns, long-term lockdowns. So what about COVID anxiety from missing out? COVID anxiety has come about as a result of so many social norms being disrupted or removed from kids' lives completely. Things that previous generations took for granted or experienced as a rite of passage have become off-limits for the current generation of teens and children. Added to the social isolation, the online learning and the fear, um, the general fear of disease has been discrimination against certain groups for their ethnicity, for wanting us, you know, some of us wanting to blame um, others for the pandemic or the vaccinations for those who choose not to have it. The Psychiatric Times reports that teens from ethnic minorities and the LGBTQ community have felt greater pressure from racism and other types of discrimination during the pandemic, unfortunately. So are our kids anticipating ongoing anxieties? As schools began to reopen, kids faced another form of anxiety, the back-to-school jitters. And, you know, these um, can be related to, you know, worrying about lost learning time um, and fears of, you know, being behind their peers, the loss of school friendships or social positions, and the ever-present threat of a COVID outbreak, more lockdowns and extended school closures. And I think that it has been sparked the last couple of weeks as well with, you know, Omicron variant, um, you know, 
coming um, into Australia and, you know, many other countries around the world. So let's talk about what we can do as parents, carers and professionals to help. Firstly, be available. Make yourself available to listen to your kids' worries. Children and teens crave connection and nothing says I'm listening as loudly as quality time. Set aside time to do something with your child or young person and you'll find that the conversation naturally follows. When that happens, pay attention through active listening. Meet their eyes. Repeat what they say in your own words so you're sure of their meaning. Don't be distracted by your phone, the TV or other people. Make that time theirs and guard it. When kids feel truly listened to, it validates their feelings of self-worth and empowers them to seek solutions for themselves. The second thing we can do is to watch for the signs. The signs of anxiety in children and teens are not always as obvious as they are in adults. So check this list below for some of the signs that, that your child may have some anxiety. Reluctance to go to school. Fear of catching COVID if they leave the house. Concern that loved ones may become ill or die. Difficulty going to sleep or staying asleep. Mysterious aches and pains. Faking illnesses so they can stay at home. Inattention and concentration difficulties. Withdrawing to their room. This is more common in teens. Afternoon meltdowns, holding it together at school and when they come home to their safe place, often the emotions all boil over. Morning meltdowns, you know, that anticipation and feeling that they just can't start the day can result in morning meltdowns. Crying, poor focus, feeling agitated and being restless. And struggling with transitions between school and home or between school and other activities can all be signs that they are struggling. So how can we help if we see these signs? Having healthy home routines is super important. It's so important for a child's sense of structure and security. Children and young people need structure to feel safe and routines form the groundwork of structure. Bedtimes, waking times, and meal times are the milestones of a good routine and if these are consistent it allows for flexibility in other things monitoring screen time oh this is so hard screen use increased dramatically during the pandemic with so many children and young people switching over to virtual learning in addition social connections were online only meaning that many children and youth were spending vast amounts of time on screen compared with before the pandemic as school returns and the school holidays and back to school transitions come around and it happens quickly it's important to phase out some of that screen time and replace it with real world interactions and activities too much screen time contributes to feelings of isolation and anxiety and kids need real interactions for healthy brains and development consistent bedtimes are so important and are the foundation of healthy sleep and a good sleep routine starts the night before Bedtime routines, or sleep hygiene, some people call it, are important for helping energetic bodies to wind down enough for sleep. And often include a bath, a story, a snuggle with a parent. Um, 
endless screen time. <laughs> Whatever your works for your family, but try and keep it consistent. Consistent times and consistent routine. Movement in the great outdoors are good antidotes for the blues and for feeling anxious. Numerous studies show the connection between mental well-being and getting outdoors in the fresh air and sunshine. And exercise is just as important. Put aside some regular time to spend outside doing something active that you enjoy and everyone will get a feel-good boost. And even that reluctant teen that you had to drag out of her room. (laughs) Now, COVID anxiety doesn't have to be the new normal. And children are impacted in different ways. Many of our children will come out. I am sure they're going to be so resilient because they have gone through this. But some of our kids, they are really struggling. So COVID may be around for some time yet, but feeling anxious about it doesn't have to be the feature of a child's life. With the right support, kids and teens and us adults can learn to manage our anxiety so it doesn't hinder their enjoyment and our enjoyment of the things that really matter to them and us. Take care, create some space for yourself as adults and professionals. Ground yourself, look after yourself, put on your oxygen mask first so that we can help our kids through this um, next phase of COVID um, or recovery of COVID. No one really knows, but we can be grounded and we can support our children. Take care. Thanks for joining me on the Life Skills for Kids podcast, giving you superstar parenting tips so you can be the rock in your child's life. Do you have an anxious child and do you feel overwhelmed and unsure how to help them? Check out my book, Teaching Kids to Manage Anxiety, Superstar Practical Strategies to help your anxious child move from fear and worry to confidence and peace. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. The information we discussed today was just that, information only. It is not specific advice. If you take action following something you heard today, it's important to make sure you get professional advice about your unique situation before you proceed, whether that advice be legal, financial, accounting, medical or other advice. Please reach out to me if you have any questions or if there's another topic you'd like explored. And if you know someone who might benefit from the show, remember to tell them or suggest my Instagram, Facebook or Life Skills for Kids website. Thank you.